0: Welcome to Different from the Other Kids, a weekly podcast for parents of challenging children with your host, Angela Sunis, author of the Amazon best-selling book, Different from the Other Kids. Each week, Angela interviews an individual or professional within the mental health community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Different from the Other Kids. We are here with Jackie Tyas again, and she is here to give us some unbelievable information. She is exceptional for coming forward again, and as usual, and her background for anything to do with mental health is gigantic. I actually was just talking to Jackie for a long period of time, consulting with her about somebody that came to me with an issue that was uh, looking for some help, and um, Jackie's really such a big go-to for me when I have somebody reaching out to me. I really appreciate it. So thanks so much for coming, Jack. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> we're passing back a microphone back and forth here. Okay, so Jack, you were going to tell us about a specific kind of treatment, so speak to me slowly about it.
1: Okay, um, I'm going to talk about a new treatment that's actually very new and has been in the research state for... Last five years, but is now being used quite regularly and having uh, very positive effects for people suffering from severe depression. And it's called TMS, and TMS stands for transcranial magnetic therapy. It is uh, not invasive. Uh, it is done by a trained technician under the guidance of a psychiatrist. And obviously you have an assessment and generally it's your own psychiatrist or person that you're working with when the medications or alternative therapies have not been as effective and you're still really struggling with severe depression where maybe you're not eating maybe you're not getting out of bed at all you've had suicide attempts and it's a way to relieve symptoms that that are just not have that haven't been effective and it, so it's Clearly, the last sort of step mm-hmm. when when things aren't going in the traditional senses. So, is this what
0: we would um, for laymen people, laymen layman women, lay women? I'm trying to be gender neutral. It's so not working. <laughs> lay people, lay people. <laughs> okay, so for the lay people, is this what we would have traditionally known as shock therapy?
1: No, it is actually very different than uh, electroconvulsive therapy, which is what we know as shock therapy. This would be something that is less invasive to do before we go down the route of ECT. Although ECT is very, very effective, it's more intrusive. But in saying that, the side effects of ECT are temporary, generally, and... It is very successful for the majority of people. So it really is about consulting with um, the psychiatrist at uh, electroconvulsive therapy clinic based on your symptomology and your comfort level, whether or not you want to have a temporary memory loss Mm -hmm. or deal with the temporary side effects of ECT a lot of people are going for TMS because Mm -hmm. there isn't memory loss. And again, it's temporary. There's not a state of confusion. You're not being put to sleep with anesthetic. And so those are all the bonus parts of it. And they have found it to be, for many people, equally as effective as ECT.
0: Okay. Okay, so may I ask, um, under what circumstances
1: you were exposed to
0: this, because this is part of a, a treatment that you have tried, correct? Yes. Yes. And so if you wouldn't mind sharing how you got to a position that somebody would have recommended that to you.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I've suffered with but with post-traumatic stress disorder and major depressive disorder pretty much for the last 20 years, but had a full relapse um, two years ago. And despite bi-weekly psychotherapy, which is still effective, my depression became became very severe, I did have a suicide attempt, was unable to get relief of my symptoms like flashbacks and trauma memories and feelings of hopelessness with the medication and the traditional treatment of psychotherapy. I just wasn't relieving my symptoms enough. And after working with the psychiatrist that I, I, I work with, she suggested it's called. She suggested and made the referral for the, the clinic at uh, the at CAMH, and which is the Canadian Mental Health Hospital. That's correct. I have what's called refractory depression, and all that means is unresponsive to medication. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in order to be referred to those clinics, you have had to have gone down the first routes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and your psychiatrist will determine whether or not she sees little hope for improvement. Okay. Okay, so you get referred into this
0: treatment program, and then what does it look like when you enter into it?
1: Well, first of all, you meet with the, the director of psychiatry who runs the clinic, and you meet with also another doctor who does the assessments. They do a very full assessment of all of your history, your psychiatric history, your physical history, and then really decide whether you're a candidate for it. And then they will give you the treatment options, which are either, uh, e- either the TMS or the ECT, or uh, as well as possibly recommending a, a medication to add on. So... The decision is yours. They do say ECT is the gold standard for factory depression. Mm. But TMS is also evidence-based through evidence-based studies becoming it's it's been it's been very effective in probably sixty percent, seventy percent. And for people that, you know, are afraid of ECT, which Most people have uh, an understanding of ECT as shock therapy and I'm not, I'm going to be a different person and I'm not cognitively going to be able to do things that I used to do, which is not the case. But there can be temporary memory loss, but it's for a very short period of time.
0: So this is kind of a gentler, kinder way of going about almost the effects of the ECT before you, because you don't want to jump into that. That's, this is this is the precursor to that. So what does it look like? So they do all that in the initial appointment, do a bunch of workups and make sure that you're going to be able to, that you're a good candidate for it, let's just say. And so you go to your, your, what did the first uh, appointment look like? Like if somebody were to walk in and you're in that treatment, what does it look like?
1: Well, you just like, it looks like a regular medical clinic and you when you walk in you see the receptionist and then you see the nurse for then they just pretty much just want to you know they take your blood pressure and you know just uh, check your heart that sort of thing just basic mm-hmm. thing you're only a few minutes in that's mm-hmm. it and then they just ask you how you're getting home and if there was any issues who should they call them that that's okay. it so then person that will be doing it you generally have 20 sessions 10 to 20 sessions, but generally 20 is more optimum. And the thing is, so then a a very trained person who's a trained technician under the guidance of a doctor will, you're just in a waiting room and you have an appointment time and you go five days a week for four weeks. Mm -hmm. And it's really important that you stick to that schedule because there's something in doing it repetitively like that. Mm -hmm. So she'll come out and get you. Then it's like a big comfy chair, kind of like go to the dentist, that kind of a chair. But it's very comfortable. They also put something, a pillow around your head so that you're not, like, so that you're really, really comfortable. And then they hook, uh, they, they put these, I guess they're like a electrode guys. Yes, on your head. Then they go into a computer, which shows your brain. It's quite actually fascinating to see your face as a skeleton. Mm. Um, That would be really interesting. It was really interesting. And you see where your brain lights up and stuff? Yes. yes, Yeah. But then what they do is they know... Listen to me. Cool. (laughs) so cool. So not cool. They (laughs) know for refractory depression what area of the brain that they're going to be targeting. Right? Yeah. So they find that spot on the computer and... Then they also put, it's like a headband uh, just on you. And once they find the exact spot, it is a machine that you don't really, see. it's behind you. But this machine has like, it looks like a, just a long needle, but it's not a needle. And where the band is and, and where they place the band, which is the area they're targeting, they will say to you, okay, we're going to start now. And for, I guess it's about, some people have less depending on their symptoms, time, the time that, that, that they do it. I had uh, 50 minutes. So, and then it's like a tapping. Oh. And it's repetitive and it keeps, uh, which repetitive transcranial magnetic therapy is mm. where that word comes from. So you you basically just either look out the window or you. Close. I I kind so, of so there
0: there is no pain, no discomfort, no nothing. It's just something it, that feels like it's tapping at
1: at your forehead or somewhere. Well, yeah, it's it's uncomfortable at first. Okay, it, it it's not painful by any means. For some people, they find it irritating, and they get used to it. It's kind of like it sounds like a toddler
0: trying to get your attention constantly. Tap tap tap, but does it reverb? Does it reverberate
1: in your brain? Uh, does it give you a weird sensation? No, it, it's just the tapping can. It feels sort of feels like getting acupuncture. Mm. Okay, but repetitively. Mm. But the, so the first time it feels kind of weird, just awkward. Mm-hmm. You can get a bit of a headache from it or jaw pain which is not uncommon but it usually goes away within one or two sessions I never got a headache but I did the first day got jaw pain Mm -hmm. Um, but nothing that can't Advil can't cure and it's not unbearable by any means or you know it's just sort of and then you get used to it it's not something that I would say I love to do Mm -hmm. but I would say that the person administering it was wonderful and The great thing about it is each time you, before you start, she would ask you if you had any side effects, if you had any, if you were, you know, having any symptoms of anything in regards to your mental health. And if there were any issues, she would immediately call in the staff psychiatrist to discuss before proceeding, which Mm -hmm. to me was very thorough. Mm -hmm. On my second session, I had a major trauma response.
0: Okay, so so you went in for an an initial session, and everything was okay.
1: Everything was fine, and then I was tired. Obviously, when I went home, but you definitely you shouldn't drive. Just mm-hmm. be, but I definitely was capable of taking the subway and getting home and all that. And a little bit tired that evening, but around midnight, I started getting completely hyper aroused, having flashbacks very very strong trauma memories. Okay, and that was the first night. Mhm. Okay. So I went the next day and I talked to the technician and I and the psychiatrist came in right away. And she said, you know, we can stop it right now. She said, but she said I do, she said in her experience it will settle down, usually within about five sessions, if there is that, if there is, it's not usual, it's a rare thing with the trauma response, she said, but she, but she said, we can either stop it, it was completely left up to me, or it might settle down, and, you know, and so, at, at, fortunately, after one more session, it did settle down mm-hmm. for me, but I was totally given the choice of whether to proceed or not.
0: Okay. Okay, wonderful. So, how many sessions did you do altogether?
1: I did twenty. Oh, you did do
0: twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you did you did mention to me at one point that there was you hit a point at which you thought you shouldn't do it anymore because that trauma response got uh, bigger. Is that what happened?
1: Well, that was with the electroconvulsive therapy. Oh, sorry,
0: but... sorry, wrong conversation. Okay, so you did twenty of these, mm-hmm. and what did you notice? Did you notice anything different day to day?
1: No. Okay. It wasn't effective for me, and it, it, RTMS is generally used for specifically depression, and it it has been, as I said, been very successful. But when you have post post-trauma- complex post-traumatic chronic stress, and major depression, and you suffer from periods of disassociation and flashbacks, it doesn't ness it doesn't necess- it can either have the effect of bringing the trauma up too strong that's been buried that you're gently do, working on in psychotherapy mm-hmm. and your depression you might it, it, it may it, it may not it, it doesn't may not do anything because the trauma response is feeding the depression mm. because it's scary
0: so this these are last ditch efforts these are at the very end of the day you've been doing this for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You do well, you function well, you get to the point where you're functioning all fine, and then there's there's some kind something that throws you off and you end up relapsing and then this is the kind of situation that they that they would recommend something like this for. so you did the twenty sessions that didn't really work. Is this something that you would recommend to people? just have you ever known anybody that's gone through that?
1: I haven't, but reading research articles and um the evidence based studies uh people with uh, major depressive disorder that are, and I'm talking severe depression um where your functioning is there it, it, it there is um it's been very successful because even relieving ha- if you even relieving half of the symptoms of major depression mm, is huge is huge if you're able to eat if you're mm-hmm. able to get out of bed uh it doesn't mean you're gonna stop your medications if you're on them or you're other treatment goals and your psychotherapy but it's providing you with a relief a temporary relief so you don't kill yourself mm-hmm. and so you can just get some relief mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: sometimes that's all that's necessary to keep everybody going
1: okay jackie thank you
0: so much so this was um a great eye-opening interesting information on i'm going to let you say it
1: it's repetitive transcranial
0: magnetic therapy. Thank you. Not easily out of my vocabulary quite yet. <laughs> so thank you so much, uh, Jackie. As always, your um, ability to uh, share when you're in a challenging situation is unmatched. Thank you so much. And thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Join us uh, next time. Jackie is going to take us through
1: uh, her e- Ele- electric convulsive therapy, which the acronym is ECT. Thank you. ECT. We're going to walk through uh, Jackie's ECT
0: as well. Um, This is information that is very important and very, so not spoken about. So I'm very, very grateful to Jackie for coming forward. Thank you so much, Jack. And we will see you all next time. And now a disclaimer. In general, I, Angela Sunis, am not a doctor. And I certainly don't play one on the internet. I'm a parent. The advice from me presented on different from the other kids does not replace advice received directly from a medical health professional. If you think you need help, I do recommend making an appointment with your physician or other appropriate health care provider.